Thanks, Nick. So, um, yeah, so tonight um, I was asked to give my testimony, and uh, it's kind of funny because I thought at first, oh, that should be easy because everyone knows their own story, and uh, it's pretty easy to share your testimony um, if you just kind of wing it or whatever. But I, uh, as I was writing my notes and um, kind of thinking over my life and over uh, what I was going to talk about tonight, it became evident that it's one of the hardest things, actually, to share your testimony because um, sometimes I feel, you know, you feel kind of vulnerable and um, it's, it's hard to get to be that way, to, to be honest and vulnerable, um, but it's really important. So um, it's something that has been kind of, um, it was kind of on my mind this week is just how it's um, sometimes a challenge, even though it seems easy, it sounds easy, you know, um, but it might be one of the harder messages to give in some ways, so I'm just going to pray for strength and for, uh, for the Lord to, to uh, speak through me and use this uh, for His glory. So, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for uh, this evening, thank you for today. Uh, for your word that was shared this morning and uh, the awesome message that's being spread in Mexico, Lord, and um, for, um, for Dan's work there, Lord. Thank you for uh, this, the fellowship we have here at Northbrook, Lord, and I, I just pray that you, would, um, uh, that you would speak through me tonight, Lord, and uh, that my words would be yours and uh, that um, this would be for your glory, and uh, in Jesus' name, amen. So my life um, started out in 1992. Um, I grew up in a Christian home uh, with two parents who follow the Lord with all their hearts, and I, I genuinely know that to be true. And um, I grew up with siblings as well who, um, who follow the Lord um, at this point, and um, it's a huge blessing, you know, family is a big blessing, it's, um, it's something that I try not to take for granted, and, uh, we take that long drive through the windy road, Lawrencetown Road, <laughs> uh, just about every Sunday to be with my parents and with whoever of my family can make it, and, uh, it's just, it's a huge blessing, and I, I want to share kind of on my early life, um, I made a profession when I was four years old. It was um, shortly after um, my, basically, it was pretty much as soon as I understood what the gospel was in general. Um, I made a profession, and uh, um, I'm like Nick, actually. I'm not 100% sure if that's exactly when I got saved. Um, I don't know for sure. I know that, um, I know that I'm saved now, and that's something that's extremely important. Um, but the Lord, I think that was the start of the Lord's work in my heart. And um, so I was four years old, and my mother was basically teaching a Bible lesson uh, for school, which she did every single day. And sometimes those Bible lessons, they went, um, sometimes they were half an hour or an hour. Other times, more often than not, they were two or three hours. Sometimes we would sit there and we would talk for a long time about the scripture, and we'd have questions, and she would answer them. And um, having a faithful mother who taught the scriptures, it's something I'm extremely thankful for. And at the dinner table, 
um, my dad would share from the Word of God, and uh, from we'd, we'd read through a book, um, just, and we'd read it just about every night. It was, it was something I grew up with, and so I had both my parents um, rooting and grounding us in the Word of God, and um, I just want to say that, that I think that's extremely important um, for, I mean, for me, I think about that, and I have a daughter now, and it's, it's uh, something that I've been thinking about, um, about how we want to bring her up in, in a way that honors God, and um, I think the most important thing is to feed her scripture and feed uh, your children scripture, and it, it doesn't matter how old they are. Um, I think it's important that, you know, if, if you haven't done it, you can start now. It's, it's never too late to, to be a testimony to the people around you, and the closest people around you typically are family, so that's something that, that I learned. Um, um, I think discipleship really does start in the home. I think it's important not to uh, just let your kids go to youth group, let them go to church, and um, understand that I think that um, good discipleship really does happen at home. It's something that uh, is important. Um, so as a child, um, I learned a lot. I went to Sunday school here at Northbrook. I went to, uh, we went to Breaking of Bread in Sunday school every, every single week. And uh, um, growing up at Northbrook, it's been a great, um, a great opportunity for, for uh, the Lord's work. Um, and uh, I have a lot of fond memories from here and um, growing up. Uh, through my teens, uh, I went to youth group here. It was, um, um, I guess I didn't really always take the work of the Lord seriously. I was, uh, when I was in my teens, of course, um, there does come a point where I think even if you are saved, you have to make a decision if you're absolutely serious about following the Lord. And that's something that through my teens, um, I was a little bit lukewarm. And um, similar to the way Nick was sharing about his life, um, the difference is I didn't, I didn't turn cold. <laughs> I kind of stayed there. And um, not saying that's better, not saying that's worse, but it's, uh, it's very important that we um, trust the Lord that we f- go fully into his work and into his, um, into his ministry. I remember um, uh, in high school, I worked at camp two years, worked at Emmanuel Bible Camp. And those two years were extremely, they were somewhat pivotal in my, in my life as a Christian. Um, I just remember working alongside people who were actually really serious about the Lord there was this one quiet girl there who was uh, not really, not really on my radar at all. But she was uh, she was there as well, and we still talk about that every day because that's my wife. <laughs> she was there those two years, and uh, um, but no, it was a it was a huge blessing. We studied through First uh, and Second Peter, I remember, and um, I made a lot of friends there who were really serious about the Lord and really serious about sharing his word. And it was a huge encouragement to me. It was a good kickstart to my adult life. And I remember um, it was really important. I think uh, camp ministry is a great ministry. It's, it's really good for the kids, but I think it's just as important for the staff. I think 
when, uh, when I was a kid, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, all these counselors, they have it all together. And it's kind of like now you go to your church and you think, oh, these, these pastors, these deacons, they have it all together, these people here. But um, it's important to realize that everyone around you is growing at the same time that you are. And it's something that I, that I really witnessed at, at camp. It was, it was a great experience, um, something the Lord really used for his glory. Um, um, I remember after high school, I remember actually going to college. Um, this is something I don't know if I've shared much with people, but I, was, um, I went through a time where I was pretty depressed, actually, going through from high school to college. I just felt like after those two years of camp and after um, just having such a spiritual high those two years, I remember thinking, well, I'm going to school. I'm going to a secular school. And what's going to happen here? Is the Lord going to take care of me? Am I going to be? Am I going to come out of it an atheist? Am I going to come out not following the Lord? What What's going to happen? And I remember actually being anxious about that. And um, but at the same time, praying about it to the Lord and asking Him to provide um, Christian friends. I remember asking. I think it was that He would provide the same Christian friends that I already had, but that didn't really happen. So He actually. The Lord actually um, opened a lot of opportunities to have fellowship and uh, also to share the gospel as well. And that was um, is a great two years, uh, 2010 to 2012. Um, I made um, I made a lot of friends that I never thought I would make. There were some people from different churches around Halifax, and uh, uh, notably from like Grace Baptist Church and from a few different churches around as well as some faithful Northbrook friends as well. And um, I remember um, there were a few people. It was around that time that Matt McShane actually started CNC here. And it was a huge part of my life. It was a huge part of actually all of our lives. We all, um, we all really loved that time. It was really a good time to get into God's Word and um, to learn a lot about each other and about fellowship with each other. And... Uh, um, there was a college and career at Bethany as well, and I was involved in that. There was a Bible study at Dalhousie. Those were all, um, it was great. It was just amazing to see how the Lord provided, even though I was in a secular situation at school, and I was, um, you know, I was moving on from homeschool, from my sheltered life. <laughs> the Lord really uh, provided great friends, and it was around then that I actually did come to a bit of a crossroads. It was, it was between my years at, at college, and it was in about 2011, and I remember um, very specifically, there was, a, um, there was a night that we went out on the Oval, uh, a bunch of our friends from college and career group, and I was, I was a little bit, um, I don't know, I was a little bit maybe wary of, of joining this group and committing myself to uh, friendship with people that I didn't really know that well, and from churches that didn't really, that weren't familiar to me. They weren't exactly the same as, as Northbrook. And uh, I just remember um, going there, and we were talking about, we were sitting um, in a restaurant after talking about um, the Bible, talking about the gospel, and I remember th- Consciously thinking in my head, this is this is definitely what I want. I want friends who really want to want to 
be serious about God, be serious about the gospel. I think it's important to surround ourselves with people who, who want to spread the gospel at all costs and want to uh, share in the work of God. And that was really important to me. That was a really important time. It was, it was something that um, God really spoke to me those two years um, about his provision as well as about getting serious about his ministry and um, about his work. Um, there were people who were older than me and, and who were uh, more experienced than me who led me along. Um, actually, I'll, I'll name a few of them. Sean and Sarah Weeks. Uh, Matt McShane, as I mentioned before, he was a huge help. And uh, David O'Neill is another friend of mine who some of you may not know, um, but he, he, shares on the, he would share on the streets uh, with us in Spring Garden Road. Um, he, he's now living in Kitchener. Um, but a few of those friends, uh, they came alongside and they, uh, they led me in the Lord. They, they taught me, um, uh, they basically mentored me uh, through those college years. Um, so I got out of college, um, I made it, <laughs> graduated, it was, uh, it was a busy two years, um, landed my first job in Truro, and was driving back and forth for a year, and, uh, it was, it was good, life was good, I was kind of going through the motions a little bit, and things were, you know, looking up in my life, I was, I was on my way, I was in my first career, and, uh, so it was May of the next year, 2013, that I walked into the office and my boss told me to sit down. That's not always an easy conversation to have. And uh, I'm sure a few of us have been through that. And uh, he, he uh, very graciously said, well, he said, we're having a, tr uh, a rough year this year. You're the youngest and the least experienced. And unfortunately, that means we have to let you go. So... I was let go from my first job, um, and um, that was a that was a challenging time. Um, it was interesting because it was um, it was a time where I really kind of looked back, and um, it was a, a reflection time. It was it was a time where I really looked to the Lord, and um, I was I was relying on him for everything. And I remember that was, um, it was a challenge at the time. It was, it was difficult, but it was something that really, it was really encouraging how the Lord provided. Um, I remember there was a few odd jobs here and there that God provided for me uh, for a couple months. Uh, my cousin Jake at the time actually had just moved to Halifax and he was at college. And he started a little renovation business where he was going around doing little renos and stuff, and we actually worked at the Actpan's house for <laughs> for a few months and did some floors and things like that. And it was uh, it was a good time to um, where I, I, the Lord actually I think caused that to happen in order to uh, show me that I'm not an invincible 20 year old <laughs> or 21 year old I think, but. Um, it's important that I think God sometimes brings us down to a point where we have to just fully rely on him for everything, physically and spiritually. And that was, uh, that was a challenging time, but uh, again, the Lord is so good. He, he brought me out of that. He provided a temporary uh, position at Acosta, and uh, it was a good six months working with, 
with DMAC, <laughs> as I was supposed to call him. Uh, and it was, it was a little weird at times, but it was very good. And the Lord, uh, the Lord was really good to provide that. And um, I filled in for a, temp, for a maternity leave. Uh, and then a few months later, I heard back from one of my instructors that there was actually a job available here in Halifax or here in Dartmouth for a uh, position where I am now, which is um, at a uh, uh, ventilation company. And so I, I took that job, and it's been, uh, it's been a huge challenge, but it's, it's also a blessing. The Lord provided that job, and he provided a, um, a something permanent for me and uh, in my field, and that's something that, it's not really something that I think is um, the most important thing, but I think it is valuable to look to that and say that's, that's the Lord providing. And um, I just see how the Lord's provided for me and for my little family and uh, over, the, over the few years um, that I've been here. And, um, so after I took that job in, um, in 2014, um, I went through about six months where I started to become complacent spiritually. And I, I was coming to church, I was going to these Bible studies, I was leading some of these Bible studies, and I was, I was there physically, but spiritually and in my heart, um, I was going through a time where I just wasn't, wasn't all there spiritually. And, uh, it's easy sometimes, like you think of the Israelites, and I, I think of myself as basically an Israelite, when the Lord leads you across the Red Sea, and then at, at the end of the Red Sea, you're there and you're like, well, this is it, I guess I'll just be complacent and I'll live my comfortable life here in the wilderness. <laughs> and um, and there, was, there was kind of a point where I just didn't really move any further, and uh, um, I was struggling with sin, and I had struggled with sin um, for a long time at this point, and it was sin that just hadn't been addressed. It wasn't something that I had opened up about. It was things that um, um, I struggled with and um, just was too afraid to open up about them because I thought that people wouldn't, would judge me and would think that I'm... Uh, would think that I'm basically what I am. <laughs> and that's, an, that's a person who is, you know, the natural person is, uh, is a wretched person, and that's, that's who I am. It's, it's uh, the, the true nature of who I am is, is a sinner. I'm, a, I'm someone who does not, uh, by nature, follow the Lord. And um, the only reason that I can stand here and, and talk is that the Lord Jesus Christ died for my sin and he saved me and forgave me and he's consistently working on me and always um, working on me to have a new nature that's, that's, that reflects his. Um, so in, in 2014, I remember it was July and uh, I was just, I was pretty deep in sin and still kind of faking it, still kind of, I was coming out to church I was going to Bible studies. I was going to college and careers. I was sharing um, and uh, things like that. But I remember it was, it was really, it was kind of strange, actually. Um, Kevin Pellerin was messaging me on Facebook at one point, and he messaged me a few Bible verses and stuff. And it's always encouraging when I get something from him because he's, 
he's in the word of God and it's, it's really good, but um, in this particular case, he messaged me three verses. I actually forget what they are. I couldn't find them when I was looking it up, but they were three verses that picked at my sin specifically and they picked, they just, they pricked at me and it was really, really challenging because I, I just remember thinking like, is, does Kevin know about this? Like, <laughs> and I was like, no, he doesn't, but, but I know the Spirit of God does. And I remember that, that specific day, I went, I talked to him, I talked to a few people, and I told them about this sin that, I'm struggle, that I was struggling with. And um, it opened up a whole new realm of um, living in God's grace. It was, um, it opened up this whole thing where, I mean, I felt that now that I've opened up about that, my life is transparent. It's something that people can see. Um, you know, they know that I have struggles, and um, the only thing I have left now is the Lord. And that was, again, the Lord bringing me down to a point where all I had was Him. And uh, it was it was an awesome transformation, I remember. And this is why I wonder if, if when I was four years old, if that really was salvation, or if, or if this was actually the point where I... Um, where I came to Christ was was when I, I confessed my sin to him and I I just I remember um, just talking to him to to the Lord every single day about my sin and and how to overcome it and uh, being in Scripture um, Scriptures are uh, really encouraging at the at the time I was reading Psalm 32 and this Psalm has been a theme in my life I think it's a theme in every believer's life because it's it's very raw, and it's um, um, it's a psalm of David, and I can relate to David because he's uh, he's a sinner like me. He had a lot of struggles, but at the end of the day, he really wanted to follow the Lord. His intention was to follow the Lord wholeheartedly. Um, this psalm says, "Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity." and in whose spirit there is no deceit. I love how it says, blessed is the Lord, man who, against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, not, not who, of whom there is no iniquity. It's who the Lord counts no iniquity. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave me. Uh, you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer, a pr offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. Um, you are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like the horse or mule without understanding, which may, must be curbed with a bit and bridle, or uh, it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but the steadfast love of the Lord surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad, uh, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, you upright in heart. Um, this was a, 
um, a verse that really encouraged me at that time. It, it encourages me right up to today. It's, it's extremely encouraging. The forgiveness of God is so final, and it's, um, it's amazing. Just um, um, So it was at this point that I, I started to really pray for my brother, who was not saved at the time. And um, it was only a few months later, it was, it was in September that year, that he came to Christ. And that's, um, I always tell people that my brother's salvation is, is part of my testimony as much as it's part of anybody else's because I, I firsthand, I saw someone change, um, do a 180. It wasn't like he was a lukewarm Christian. He was an angry person who did not want to follow God at all in any way. And suddenly one Saturday, I was walking out the door to a friend's house and uh, he told me he made things right with God. And it was, when I talked to him about that, it was a 180 degree change. And it was a huge, hugely encouraging thing for our family and for me. And um, I remember it was, it was funny because we went to college and careers that week and Ben was there and uh, he quoted, I think he quoted Zechariah or something, or a minor prophet. I remember he quoted like a deep minor prophet, and I was thinking, wow, <laughs> where did that come from? I've never heard Ben quote scripture before, let alone a minor prophet, and uh, I think it goes back to those Bible times that we had. The, uh, it goes back to the background that, that he had. It was in there. The Lord, the Lord put it in his heart, and in my heart as well, and um, I think I can't say enough about, you know, rooting and grounding yourself and rooting and grounding your friends and your family and your your kids in Scripture. Um, so that was that was a pretty interesting uh, time. It was great. Um, as far as as far as um, the last few years, it's been um, it's been great. There have been times where it's been up and down. It's been um, there have been challenges, there have been victories, there have been lots of um, times where uh, the Lord has, I've seen the Lord's provision. Um, one of those times is when we were at Northbrook here and Mary and Nick and, um, and Gabrielle uh, decided they were gonna move to New Brunswick for a year <laughs> and, uh, and learn the word of God there. And um, me and Fola were sat there and looked at each other and we were like, what? who's going to come along, and, and my friend Dennett came along for exactly that year, and then he left in June when they came back. <laughs> so it's amazing how the Lord just, like, seems to, like, put people in certain places for certain times, and um, he can give, you know, he can give you a boost when you really, you know, you least expect it, and um, at this point, um, the Lord has provided, um, I mean, Gabrielle is just an amazing wife, she's an amazing, um, amazing woman, and it's just been really great to, um, to just live with her and to be, uh, following the Lord with her, and I look up to her spiritually, she's, she's an amazing person, and, um, so the, that's another provision from the Lord, um, and then Louisa, of course, is another provision, and it's been a crazy blessing this year, and I did not expect to fall that much in love with a little baby because I, I was kind of awkward with babies before. <laughs> I never really understood how to handle them, but I mean, 
um, Louisa is just is totally different. But the Lord, uh, the Lord's really opened my eyes to His love too with with having a kid. And I, I always heard my dad say that. I heard people say that like, you don't really understand the love of God until you have a kid, and it's so true. <laughs> I mean, I look at her and I, you know, the way it's the way that Lord looks at us, and it's like that's amazing to me. It's it's um, really is. Um, I'm just really thankful for the Lord's steadfast love, and uh, I'm thankful this year for um, college and careers starting up again. That's that's really important. I think it's great to have small groups and um, a time where we can share with other believers, and um, that's been a huge encouragement the last the last little while. And um, the other thing that I've really been encouraged by is the the street outreach has been um, it's been a challenge at times and with parenting life and all that it's it's hard to get out sometimes but it's um it's a amazing encouragement to go out on the street and work alongside um, John and Warren and Nick and uh, Mary and whoever else goes out it's it's just amazing because um, you just see the Lord working in in the streets of Halifax. You see the Lord working in people's hearts. There's people who've never, ever heard the gospel before and they hear it for the very first time. And it's hard to believe that that is what you get in Canada, but it is at this point. And uh, so that's been a huge encouragement for me. And um, the music ministry here at Northbrook, um, it's been really great. Um, I remember when I first started playing guitar here, it was. Uh, uh, Mr. Akpan was up there, and he would just kind of say, oh, just just do this, it's fine. And that was kind of the encouraging way. <laughs> it was the encouraging way here that um, there was no judgment, there was no auditions, there was no, you know, the talent wasn't really what was important. It's the, it's the ministry to the Lord, and um, it's, just, it's just awesome to, to grow up in a church that supports, that's so supportive, and... Um, I just want to pray that the Lord will continue that, and um, I want to ask for prayer for steadiness and guidance in our life, um, raising Louisa and um, and our other future children. If if the Lord provides children, future children for us, like um, I just want to ask the Lord for that, and uh, He's provided so much for us spiritually, physically, all that, and. Uh, I just want to thank him also for his abundant blessings. So I'm going to give thanks and I'm going to pray to the Lord and maybe we'll sing a song to close. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for uh, this evening. Thank you for this church, Lord, where we can, we can worship you, Lord. Um, thank you for all your provision in my life, Lord. And um, I just pray that you would... Um, Help us to remember your provision, Lord, because it helps us to trust in you for the future. Um, I pray that you would um, just uh, help us to be steadfast, to be unmovable, Lord, and to be abounding in your work. And um, Lord, I, th I thank you for the promise that you'll never forsake us, Lord, that you'll always be with us, that you don't change, and uh, your mercy endures forever, Lord. Um, I just pray that you would Bless our evening tonight, Lord. Keep us all safe. And um, thank you for your son, Lord, for his sacrifice on the cross for us, Lord, that we can have life. And uh, I thank you for all of this, Lord, in your holy and precious name.
Amen.